Revelation 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Travis. This is episode 9 of the podcast. And uh, recently I was thinking of my great-grandmother who had passed away a couple years ago, uh, before COVID actually. But we used to, as a family, my family's quite small, but we used to, as a family, gather uh, once a week. Now everyone was invited uh, within the side of my family who it was my great-grandmother, my grandmother and grandfather, it was my aunt and uncle, it was my two cousins, it was my mother, and it was me and my three brothers were welcome to come and we would have breakfast in the morning at a, a small restaurant, maybe something like Bob Evans or Denny's, uh, one of those little breakfast restaurants, and we would do it on a Saturday, um, and we would get together and talk, and so it kind of brought our family back together, because when I was a child, we weren't really, uh, at least not my me and my brothers and my my mother we we weren't like super involved with the rest of the family and so as i became an adult this uh became a habit where we were starting to meet meet again everyone was welcome to start meeting up and just kind of like just enjoying the family once a week um and my grandmother she started uh, near the end of her life there um started seeking the lord more and i i remember she uh she was up there in age she was in her 90s and she was she can't see well she uh she was legally blind and had um she she could kind of make out figures and blurry figures but but she wouldn't know who i was if i walked up to her i had to let her know hey this is this is travis and when i would let her know then she would get a big smile and she was so excited but uh so she she was wanting to know more about God and different questions she had and I was answering them as best as to my ability and um, I remember the question she asked me one time was uh, Travis I really need to know something and I said what is it grandma she says I talk to God and I talk to God and I talk to God but he never says anything back she says why doesn't God want to talk to me and I remember thinking about that and I was like well he does talk to you you just maybe you're just not listening you know um, and so that's kind of the question that I want to focus on is, does God talk to us? How do we hear from the Lord? Uh, and that's, uh, there's a couple of ways that God actually talks to us, but we need to be able to listen. He talks, but we need to be able to listen. In Ezekiel chapter 12, starting at verse 2, it says, Son of man, thou dwellest in the midst of the rebellious house, which have eyes to see, and see not. They have ears to hear, and they hear not, for they are a rebellious house. In Matthew chapter 13, starting at verse 13, Jesus said, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Elias, uh, uh, who saith, By hearing you shall uh, by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand. By seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For these people's heart are wax gross, and their eyes are dull of hearing. And their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. And they should understand with their hearts. And they should be con converted, and they shall he I shall heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. So those two verses are talking about how people, even though you have an ear, doesn't mean you're hearing. It doesn't mean you're listening properly. Um, 
and obviously we know physically you can hear things, but you're 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 not focusing your on your hearing. You're not you're not uh, submitting properly. You're not understanding properly. Um, and you probably have experienced things like this in your life where someone's in a conversation with you and you're completely distracted. Nowadays, a lot of people are distracted on their phones or television or something else, uh, but social media on their phone and someone's having a conversation with you and they can talk for three to five minutes straight and you look up and you have no clue what they just said to you because they even though you have ears to hear and noise was coming in they were making noise and it was going in your ear you were not receiving what was being said you were not understanding or comprehending you were not hearing even though you had ears to hear you did not hear what was being said and so we need to have ears that hear. We need to have spiritual ears that hear. There's a couple ways that God speaks to us. The first way God speaks to us, and I think most people um, will say this is probably the most easiest way to hear from God, is through another person. Another person can be used by God to speak to us. And so you could say, well, that's like a pastor, some type of preacher, uh, some type of teacher, some type of person who uh, maybe a grandmother, a grandfather, maybe a father or mother, someone who's in a place of authority who, who speaks things that are godly and you can hear directions from God through a person. A person's, you can hear the voice of God uh, or direction rather from, from God through another person. You see in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 uh, verse 18 says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but to us which are saved is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolish of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews required a sign and the Greeks seeked after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called by both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and to the wisdom of God. Because the foolish things of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty. So you can see that God's choosing the, the weak and the foolish things of this world to confound the wise through preaching about the cross, through people who are preaching the word of God. You can see in Romans 10, starting at verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with thy heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with thy mouth confess is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all rich unto all that has called upon him. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call upon whom they do not believe? And how shall they believe of him who they have not heard? And how should they hear without a preacher? And they shall be. Uh, and how shall they preach except there be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings, to, uh, glad tidings of good things. Uh, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Elias said, Lord, who has believed our report? 
So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can see in Romans, he's, he's saying that how, how can they, they believe unless someone preaches it to them? And how can someone preach it unless they're sent from God? So God is sending preachers, messengers, people to speak. And so one way we hear from God is through messengers, through preachers, through brothers and sisters in Christ, through those who are submitting to the will of God. And God can even use those who aren't submitting to the will of God. There's been times that uh, people who weren't connected to God had said something that was just right on point. It was almost like God had put a word in their mouth just for that right moment. But but God can use others. He uses others. And that's actually uh, one of the ways I was I had explained to my, my grandmother was that God speaks through those around you, through your neighbors, through your family. I said, there's times that I talk to you, you may hear something that uh, specifically that you needed to hear. And, and, you know, maybe God used me to speak through you, speak to you. And uh, maybe there was a, she, she liked to watch the TV evangelists. And I, maybe there's a message that they had that you needed to hear. Or maybe your neighbor that came by. And I said, because you could see that they love on you, that they care for you. You see that family loves on you and cares for you. I said, so you could see God's love through that. You can see God trying to reach you and 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 share with you his his directions and kindness and stuff so god uses other people to speak to us um another way god speaks to us which uh, i think a lot of you uh would already know if you're a christian is through the bible the bible is a is the word of god the word of god is a living breathing kind of a way to hear from God because you could read the same scripture multiple times and I've heard testimony after testimony as someone who reads the scripture and they get one thing out of it and then they come back to it maybe weeks or months later they read that exact same scripture and they feel a whole different thing like God is saying a new thing through the same uh, same paragraph the same section and it's not that the, anything physically changed. The words are physically the same on the Bible. They're not, they're not changing or moving. But it's like God is speaking through it. He's breathing through the scriptures. Hebrews chapter 4, starting at verse 12, says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and the joints and marrow, and it is discerner of thoughts and the intents of the heart. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for uh, instruction in righteousness. Psalms 119, starting at 103, says, How, oh, how sweet are thy words unto uh, my taste, your, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Though thy, uh, through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth and the flower fadeth, but the word of God shall stand forever. So the word of God will stand forever. The word of God is, is, uh, is, is breathed and it is uh, Holy Spirit inspired and it is used for correction and teaching and uh, reproofing and uh, uh, doctrine and everything else you go to the word of God and God uses it it is a light a, like a lamp unto your feet it guides your ways uh, so uh, you need to spend time if you want to hear from the Lord uh, the fastest way to do it is pick up your Bible and start reading your Bible because then you will start to hear from the Lord through his word um, and then of course if you're not a part of a church or a fellowship if you don't have anyone who's 
overseeing, teaching, pastoring, uh, then uh, if you have them, then you hear, uh, you can hear it clearly through a pastor's message, a preacher's message, something like that. So then you have a man or woman who is speaking into your life, and then you have uh, the Word of God, uh, the the physical copy, whether it's through paper Bible or on your phone, you have the Word of God that, that is standing through all time. Everything else withers away, but the Word of God stays strong. And God can speak to you in these two different ways. Another way God speaks to you, and this one I think uh, takes takes a little more time, but God speaks to us through His Holy Spirit, which um, it it can be hard to explain because it can be different for different people. But in a sense, God can speak directly to you without it having to necessarily be another person talking to you, and without it necessarily uh, you having the Bible in your hand. Uh, so uh, God can speak to to you through His Spirit. Uh, Hebrews chapter 3, starting at verse 7, says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith to the day, ye will hear his voice. Harden not your hearts, as in the pro- provocation, in the day of the temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, uh, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and have not known my ways. Uh, Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 16, says, uh, and this is Jesus speaking, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but ye know him, for he dwells with with you, and shall be in you. Uh, John 14, uh, going down to fir- uh, verse 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to remembrance, whatever so you have, whatever so I have said unto you. Luke twelve, verse eleven says, and when you bring uh, Jesus speaking again, and when you bring uh, when they bring you into the synagogues and to the magistrates, and the powers take you, uh, take no thought of how or what thing you shall answer, and what you shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Uh, in Acts chapter 1, verse 18, Jesus again says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me in both Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and unto the uttermost part, uh, part of the earth. And in the beginning of Acts, uh, the, the, the Bible tells us uh, in Acts 1, verse 2, Until that day which he was taken up after that, speaking of Jesus, and to that day he was taken up after that through the Holy Ghost he had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. So at that part he's saying uh, that he continued to speak to the apostles through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Ghost. Um, and then Galatians chapter 1 verse 18. But uh, though, and it's Apostle Paul speaking, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you that which we have preached unto you uh, than the one we have preached to you, let him be a curse. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you other than the one you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I, if I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which we preach, uh, that was preached of me, was not after men. For neither did I receive it of man, neither was I taught it, 
but by revelation of Jesus Christ. So in, in that part, uh, Apostle Paul, uh, he, uh, well, if you know your Bible, he, he wasn't walking with Jesus in, during his ministry. Uh, Jesus was crucified, rose again, was appearing to the disciples and others throughout a period of time. Uh, Apostle Paul was going out and crucifying the Christians. He was not a follower of Christ. And then he has uh, this experience on the road to Damascus where Jesus appears to him and asks him why he's prosecuting him. Uh, and then uh, he then becomes a Christ follower. And what Apostle Paul is saying there is, I didn't, no one taught me this gospel and I didn't sit with someone else that I wasn't under someone. Uh, he's, he's saying, you know, Jesus taught him. Uh, and this is after Jesus died and rose again. And as you saw in Acts, Jesus spoke to this, the apostles after that point through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit taught Apostle Paul. The Holy Spirit spoke to him and taught him the ways. You can see from the scriptures I read that that uh, there's going to be a time when they were uh, going to have to be thrown into in, before powers and synagogues and people who uh, had authority and they, they weren't supposed to worry about what to say uh, because the Holy Spirit would teach them what to say in those times and hours. So the Holy Spirit will be a, a, a voice for us. We, we have the voice of, of teachers, pastors, uh, prophets, uh, people who, who God can use to speak through, even people who are non-Christians, God could use to speak through if he so desires. So a voice of a person, God can speak to us through another person. We have, we have the Bible, which is the written word of God that we all uh, should be able to, to find a copy of or be able to uh, look into and see what God has to say and it's a living breathing word that God gives us revelation uh, and of course a lot of that teaching and understanding and revelation comes by the Holy Spirit when we read the word so but uh, specifically I'm talking about hearing from God or hearing God so reading his words you hear from God you can hear direction wisdom uh, correction you can hear uh, you know all scriptures are beneficial all scriptures God breathe you can hear direction you can hear God leading you in your life through another person but you can hear God without not that you should put away other people or, or the Bible but you can hear God through the Holy Spirit just in time of prayer seeking God um, and honestly this this sometimes doesn't come easy uh, it's not something that 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 is just like um, that it just everyone is familiar with necessarily uh, it does take time you have to seek God to to start to recognize his voice a little better uh, and the, the the voice of the Holy Spirit is kind of like a, they say a still small voice like a whisper you almost think that it's your thought but it's not your thought it's like it's like being it's, a, it's your thought but not your thought if that makes any sense um, kind of like uh, an idea that pops into your head um, so like in a sense and again this may be different for for different people but in a sense, uh, you'll be walking somewhere and you, you may hear a still small voice say, feed that person or give to that homeless person or do this. And you're like, why would I even think that thought? Why would I think go give to them? Why would I think go do this? Or, or it could be something more extreme than that. It could be uh, just drive to so-and-so's house or drive to a random house. I mean, of course, that seems a little more extreme. But, but as you trust uh, uh, the leading of the Holy Spirit, he could require you to do such things, such things that would be uh, kind of outlandish to us in, in our normal sense. 
but you can see in the Gospel of John chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher that come from God, for no man can do the miracles that thou does this except God be with him? Jesus answered him and said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and he be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say to thee, except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say that you must be born again. This is the part I want you to hear. Verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell where it comes from, and whether it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So you can kind of see that that is people that just kind of, uh, maybe you think they're an angel sometimes, someone that just popped into your life. Maybe you've had an experience like that, where someone at a store or somewhere around a corner or uh, at a job site or something they just popped into your life almost like an angel and they they had a, a word at the right time they had a proper thing to to help you uh, maybe they prayed with you maybe something came and you say well how in the world did they know that that i needed that and it's because it's a person who is walking in the spirit it's a person who is being led by god to to kind of do those things they hear the voice of god go 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 help that person go be with that person go pray with that person go go do the situation and a person who is led by the spirit is like the wind who no one knows where it came from and where it gone and it's like that's the kind of uh kind of action sometimes you might be required to do when listening to the spirit of god so to to receive that uh it takes intimacy it, if you if you don't hear uh the holy spirit's voice if you don't hear the still small voice um sometimes it just requires a lot of time in spending time with God, a lot of uh, denying yourself, denying your selfish desires, your fleshly desires, maybe what you're intaking uh, through your ears and eyes, what are you receiving, are you watching a bunch of uh, TikToks and YouTubes and um, uh, the all the social medias, Facebooks and Twitters and, and Instagram and all those things, are you just consuming a bunch of information from a bunch of random sources or are you actually spending time with the Lord? Are you sitting in a quiet place? Are you praying in one-on-one -on -one with just you and God? Are you reading your word, actually reading your word, not uh, just trying to get one verse in and just get it over with, but are you actually going through the word of God? Are you praying for direction? Are you praying for wisdom? Are you praying to hear the voice? Uh, Jesus said you do not have because you do not ask. So sometimes you just need to ask and say, Lord, I want to hear you. I want to hear your voice. So another way God speaks to us is through his Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, he can speak to us like a still, small voice. There are other ways he can still speak to us. Um, and that would be, another version would be dreams and visions. Dreams and visions are uh, something I think a lot of Christians may not experience. Uh, dreams are obviously, you know, you have dreams, except for it's a dream from God. It's a uh, it's a dream that, and it can come in a, in a couple of different ways. Uh, one way a dream from God can happen is uh, something like, like you could see uh, where Joseph in Genesis chapter 37, verse 5, and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, here, I pray you that this dream which I dreamed and for behold, I were binding sheaves in the field and lo, 
my sheaf uh, arose and also stood upright and behold your sheaves stood around about and made obeisance to my sheaf and his brethren said to him shall thou indeed reign over us and shalt thou indeed have dominion over us and they hated him yet more for his dreams and for his words and he dreamed yet another dream and told his brethren and he said behold i have dreamed a dream more and behold the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me and he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brothers uh, indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, to the earth? Um, so you can see that Joseph had these dreams where uh, he was, I guess both of them kind of resembled, they were different pictures, but kind of like resembling uh, his brothers bowing down to him or uh, that there was a need uh, for it, even though it wasn't physically a dream of his brothers bowing down to him, there was a representation in the dream which meant something different. Uh, and you know, if you know the story, Joseph becomes the second most powerful in Egypt, and because of that, his brothers come and they seek grain. Uh, so there's other dreams that Joseph uh, interprets. There's dreams of of people in prison. There's there's dream of the of the the Pharaoh, and he interprets these dreams because they have different meanings. There's uh, there's seven seven un was it seven healthy calves or cows who uh, are eating grain and then seven unhealthy ones come and eat them up and it was seven years of plenty and seven years that would be lacking and so uh, because he interpreted the dream and he foresaw something they put him in the second place of a power there and he ended up uh, foreseeing a bunch of stuff and the brethrens who did not know he was still alive at this point ended up coming and bowing at his feet just as his dream when he was younger had come to pass. So the dreams weren't exactly like like a picture by picture of, of things, but God can speak to us through dreams to, to get us on a path, to give us a, a direction, to give us a piece of a puzzle. It doesn't necessarily mean all dreams are from God and it doesn't um you know it's sometimes people go go long times without dreams. So praying for dreams from God Pray, God, give me give me a dream from you. Um, and one way is is like that, but to to give a little personal experience, a little bit of a, a testimony here. Uh, they, I had a dream where I I heard the Lord's voice, and it was a wake up call dream. Uh, and uh, to to try to give you a little bit of background, I was attending a church where they had uh, preached a message not just once but multiple times about how. It didn't matter kind of what you did with your life as long as you believed Jesus was God and that he was the, he was the son of God and however you lived after that it was fine you you will go to heaven regardless of what you do regardless of your actions rather and I had I was reading my Bible I was a young Christian 21 years old and I, I'm reading and I come across some scriptures which talk about uh, something about how if you're not fruitful Jesus talking about branches that don't bear fruit and uh, that they get cut off and cast into the lake of fire and it's I, I remember saying it seems as though he's saying something here that we have to be fruitful that we have to be useful that we can't just uh, we can't just live in constant sin and live for the devil and end up in the kingdom of God and I remember I closed the book closed the Bible and I said you know what I'm gonna live however I want because God had, or because the pastor had said so, the, 
the man on the stage had said I could do whatever I want. And so the, the word of God, the Bible, I had shutting because it seemed like it was saying something different. And I, then I started contemplating all the things I could do. You know, could, could, I, uh, could I sleep with a bunch of women? Could I do this or that? And uh, I, I remember that night when I went to sleep, I had a dream from God. And this, this dream was, uh, it was quite scary because it, sometimes in a dream you just understand something, not necessarily that it's being shown, you just have an understanding in the dream. And in the dream, basically, there was uh, a moment where, you know, Jesus is supposed to return and he's supposed to take us up with him to heaven. Well, Jesus had in this moment returned in my dream and I was, I was left behind. And when I was left behind, there was this giant creature, this uh, was probably the size of a rhinoceros crawling on the walls it looked uh, demonic glowing I'm not sure exactly what it was but I was at work at the time in the dream uh, loading trailers at nighttime and I closed the door to stop it from getting me because I know it wanted me and it started ramming the door as hard as it could because it knew I was in there and as soon as it started ramming the door I heard a voice from above now the voice was very powerful if you you know rolling thunder like like a big bass to it like boom 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 and is thundering and the voice simply said this turn from your evil ways or i will forsake you but it was so powerful the moment i heard the the first syllable of the voice i dropped to the ground and my first thought was this voice is so strong i could die just by him speaking to me and i was like and i knew exactly what happened after he said, you, you need to turn from your evil ways or I will forsake you. I woke up instantly in my bed with tears in my face. And I knew exactly that I just just put in my heart that I was going to continue to live in a bunch of sin, live in, in, in a horrible lifestyle just because I can do whatever I want and go to heaven. And I had that dream from God. It was so vivid and clear that 12 years later, I can still picture it as if I just woke up from that dream. You know, there's dreams you wake up from and, and you're like, I, I don't even remember half of the dream that I just dreamed when I just woke up. But, you know, a dozen years later and I'm still like, wow, I can still see every moment of that. I can still hear the power in his voice as he says, turn from your evil ways or I will forsake you. And it woke me up. It woke me up to a point where I started seeking God more. It woke me up to a point where I tried to push away from, from living certain sinful styles. And, and I understood that I couldn't just live however I wanted and expect to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Because who, who can go out there and, and be you know, murderous and, and promiscuous and, and full of uh, lifestyles that are unpleasing and shameful, and then you're just gonna die in a pig's pen and then you're going to show up before the Lord is going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He's not, I, it just doesn't seem like it's going to fit. He's going to say, turn away from me, you doer of iniquity, you doer of evil. I never knew you. And there's going to be great sorrow and loss if, if you don't repent before that day, before that day that you stand before the Lord. But he speaks to us in dreams. Um, God can speak to us in dreams. Uh, and he can speak to us through visions. Visions can similarly be like a dream. Um, I have experienced some visions myself that were uh, almost like a picture. Sometimes it looks like a picture or a moment that flashes before your eyes. Uh, I've seen when praying for protection, I've seen a doorpost with, uh, with blood being painted on it, which was 
uh, significant to uh, in Egypt when they had the the angel of death that was coming over to take all the firstborns, and they had to 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 put the blood on the doorpost so it would pass over. It was a Passover, and I remember praying for protection, and that picture popped in my head, and it was so so clear that it was like Jesus is our Passover, and so there's there's different visions and dreams and coming different things. There's seeing angels you can see throughout the scriptures about uh you know certain people getting a vision from the lord or having a dream from the lord and you can see that god can speak to us through dreams and visions and so i you know people will say well he doesn't do that anymore he only did that well he's the same god yesterday today and forevermore so if he did it then he can do it now uh, and sometimes it's sending an angel just like uh, uh when when mary was was pregnant and her uh the joseph who she was to marry had you know who was was going to marry her was betrothed to her um he was thinking of putting her away and an angel of the lord had to come to him you know so like it's a vision or it's a dream it's a god speaking to us in, a, in another manner you can see in acts 2 verse 14 uh when uh, when they all were filled with the holy spirit and people were mocking them and saying that they were drunk and stuff peter says this in verse 14 but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said to them, Ye men of Judah, and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known to you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day, but that this is which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and my handmaids I will pour out on those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So you can see even in New Testament in the book of Acts how uh, uh, Peter saying that uh, is fulfilling a prophecy, a prophet from Joel, uh, that that God's going to give visions and dreams that he's going to pour it out on his people his spirit's going to be poured out and visions and dreams are going to come from it so god can speak to us through other people through pastors preachers uh prophets uh you know throughout the, the old testament god sent men of god prophets to go speak uh, he can speak to us through his word a written word the bible which is the most solid foundation i would say out of all the ways that he can speak because a person can come and speak and maybe it is and maybe it's not you have to test those things when someone speaks you have to test the fruits of the person you have to test the spirit don't just receive all things you have to discern the spirits that are speaking the bible says in first john chapter 4 beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets have gone out into the world hereby know ye the spirit of god every spirit that confesses that jesus christ has come in flesh is of god and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Wherefore, uh, ye have heard that it shall come, and even now already is in the world. So you don't, you don't just trust everything that is being told to you, every spirit. So a person can try to speak into your life, but it may not be of God speaking into your life. So you got to test of who they're from and, and what, what kind of background. The fruits of the person, if, there's, if it's a person. Um, you know, and then a lot of times you have to match it up. The, the Word of God is, is the, the physical Bible. The Word of God helps us to discern uh, things who, when it gets a little supernatural, like discerning the voice of the Holy Spirit, um, he shouldn't contradict ever anything he said in his written word. So, you know, an example would be uh, like if you, if you 
uh, trying to make an easy example, would be like, you know, God's word wants you to, to stay with your spouse. If you, you get married, you should stay with your spouse. And then you, you hear uh, some type of voice saying that you should uh, leave or commit adulterous acts or something like that. That spirit is not the same spirit that, that God has. That's not the spirit of God who wants you to, to, to become one flesh and to stay together. He's the spirit of God is not telling you to go separate and divorce or, or, or commit adultery. Because uh, adultery is one, one of the Ten Commandments you're not supposed to commit. So God would not speak against himself. Uh, the Holy Spirit is in, in complete order uh, with God in heaven and God and Father. He's not going to contradict the written word. He's not going to say one thing here and say something different there. He's a never-changing God. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So the, the written word helps us discern things from other people and from... Uh, from from hearing the voice of God through the Holy Spirit, from visions and dreams, um, and just you know that's those are ways that God can speak to us. So so can you hear the voice of God? Yes, but do you have the ears to hear? Are you listening? And if you don't think you have ears to hear, then you need to pray. You need to pray for your ears to be unlocked un and open. You need to pray for a heart that can receive what God wants to do. So maybe you're a person who's only heard preachings and never got anything more. Uh, but but you've heard from God because you've heard people preaching. You've heard people who've come up and given a word who were led by God. So you've heard from God. Maybe you just haven't acknowledged it. So, so have you read your Bible? Well, if you've received anything from your Bible, any type of revelation, any type of understanding, then you've heard from God. You've you re you received the Holy Spirit gave you understanding through reading the Word of God. Have you had a direction from God, from from someone, or or from uh, from inside your soul and your spirit? You just kind of felt like you needed to do something. You felt really driven to do something, uh, and there was nothing against God's Word or nothing against any person there was no evil found in it but it was for blessing someone else it was for the benefit of your household and you followed it maybe god is leading you to do something dreams and visions but you need to seek the lord if you want those more supernatural ways of hearing him besides just um a pastor's message then you need to you need to spend time with the lord and i believe that's really one of the ways that starts unlocking your ears is, is first of all pray for it pray for your ears to be open pray for god's voice to be clear Pray for all other voices to be silent and to be lesser and to to seek, read in God's word. Spend more time, block out other voices. Don't don't allow social media's entertainment, uh, don't allow newscasts, don't allow those bad friends who, who give you bad advice, don't allow uh, those people, those things, those uh, habits, don't allow those things to enter in and take up because those voices all get loud. And you need to silence all those other voices sometimes before you can hear you can hear the voice of God before you receive those dreams and visions and different things. So I'm going to end the podcast here. And as I always do, I like to pray for all the listeners. And so specifically, I'm going to pray for, for the message that I've just given you that we need to, you know, we have ways to hear God. And if you haven't experienced these ways, then that's what I'm going to pray for. Um, pray with me heavenly father lord thank you for this day thank you for those who are listening who's who who are seeking out to hear you hear from you lord how how lord you can see their hearts and we know lord that if they desire to hear 
you more clearly, Lord. Lord, I pray for, Lord, uh, for ears to be unlocked uh, spiritually, for their ears to be unlocked spiritually, for their eyes to be opened, for spiritually, for their hearts to be able to receive your word, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they can take in, Lord, what you have for them, Lord, because you have so much more for them, Lord. Lord, may you open their eyes and their ears spiritually. Lord, may, may you increase the volume of your voice in their lives, Lord, so that they can pick out, oh, God's speaking to me through him or her. God's speaking to me at this moment as I'm reading. God's speaking to me as I feel led to go do a thing. God's speaking to me. I had this dream, and I know I need to do something. So, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you increase your voice in the listener's life. And, Lord, and that you decrease and help them to decrease all other voices, the voices of the enemy, the voices of unfruitful uh, family member or friends, the voices of, of entertainment in the world, all those things that tangle us up. Lord, may we be able to silence those voices that we may hear you more clearly. Lord, continue to work. Lord, give visions and dreams. Lord, give... Uh, give us, Lord, direction in our lives, Lord. We need to hear from you. Uh, we need you to be a lamp unto our feet, Lord. Guide our steps, guide our moments, Lord. We need you. You're a holy God, Lord, and we can't do it without you. Bless the listeners, Lord. Help them, Lord. Help them, help them, Lord. Help them not to listen to any other voices, the voices of the enemy. I, I, I say be silent now in the name of Jesus, but only your voice, Lord. May it stand out and may it be firm and may it be strong and may they listen to your voice in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you, Lord, for all you're going to do. It. It's in your holy name. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless you.